Hi there, this is Austin Hetzler, the pastor of Christ the Rock Church of Elyria, Ohio. We at Christ the Rock are humbled and grateful to be a part of your sanctification today as you listen to this sermon. But at the same time, we want to encourage you to be a member of a good local church and not to allow online sermons to replace the local church and to benefit from the life of that church and to give your spiritual gifts back to that church. Having said that, our website is www.christrockchurch.com. If you go there, you can find sermons, blogs, and other resources as well as our location and service times. You can also listen to the sermons on Bible Thumping Wingnut, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. I, along with the membership of Christ the Rock Church, pray that this sermon will be a blessing to you. All right. Well, good morning, church. Uh, today we are going to we're in our series of full armor of God, and we're going to talk about shoes and the shield. Um, so let's go to the Lord in prayer to open up. Lord God, our heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you that uh, Lord, there's these metaphors that 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 you clearly define your attributes and what you give us, Lord God, to combat evil. And Lord, it comes alive to us in our minds because as the words we read, we can actually visualize of what that looks like. And Lord, uh, we thank you for that. Uh, We thank you that Jesus did the same thing with with the metaphors and the parables, Lord, that uh, he gave, he, he, he made it simple for us to understand your word. And Lord, uh, I just pray for clarity of thought and mind today, Lord God, as we go through this study. And we praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. So, if you got your Bibles, uh, if you want to follow me, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers and against the authorities and against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And we are in an evil day, folks. We, we, we really need this today. And having done all to stand firm, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up your shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. And also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in change, that I may declare it boldly 
as I ought to speak. You know, it's just uh, being a Christian is not passive. It is, it is we, we're putting on this full armor for a reason. We are in a daily attack. We're being attacked and we need to attack. How do we attack? We're going through, you know, our, our, our armor as a metaphor. And I love metaphors because it, it actually brings a visualization. You know, as you know, I came from a military family. So this, this is really, I can really get into this because I, I understand what they're talking about here. So today we're going to talk about the shoes and the shield. And uh, again, I'll repeat 15 and 16. And as shoes for your feet, having putting on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all flaming darts of the evil one. So, kind of clear. Shoes represent the sharing of the gospel. Uh, and, and notice, think about this. This is also the part of the body where the shoes are, where we take our stand, right? And have our feet planted. Um, yeah, I remember in, uh, we did karate for I forget how many years. We, we produced a lot of black belts out of our family. Uh, but, but part of it was we, we would get in this horse stance, right? And, and you'd get sunken in and sensei would come around and pop your shoulder and try to get you to fall, Right? And as long as you had a good, strong stance, no matter how hard you were getting hit, you would recover from it. You might move a little bit, but you would recover pretty quickly, as opposed to just not having a stance at all. Uh, we also learn, uh, you know, fighting stance with one foot forward, you know, in boxing. You did boxing, Pastor, you know, just, just, just that balance that you have, the spread of the feet, having the one foot forward, the weight, the 60-40 or whatever, you know, get, get, getting ready for that. So we, so we're, this is also part of the body where we stand. And also, notice the shoes are also the, so the instrument that we use to walk and carry ourselves, right? So wherever we go, we're sharing the gospel, right? Um, Psalm 119.105 says, The word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So let's talk, uh, you know, so, so the most ancient warfare, when you think about this, when, when we talk about, you know, metaphors and such, is hand-to-hand combat between soldiers, you know. And, and this is usually after a long march to the battlefield. And um, so... Going back to the Roman, because that seems like every commentary that you read is a Roman uh, commentary. Uh, the, the, it's real interesting reading about uh, what the Romans were wearing in the day. The soldiers required a footwear that would sustain their feet uh, as they marched. And they also had to have solid footing when they, when they fight. You know, it's the modern day, I mean, jump boot that I remember my dad used to have in the military, right? You know, nice, sturdy, supported the ankles, supported the calves, and it would sustain them. Um, this half boot was called uh, Caliga, and, and, and it met that need. Um, but 
Spiritual warfare, the gospel of peace, fulfills the same purpose for the soldier of Christ. Right? Um, the, the announcement that God reigns and he has reconciled himself in Jesus to believers sustains us on that long march that we go through. Right? We, we again... We're, 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 I think I gave this analogy last week. You know, we're not on a pleasure cruise. We're on a battleship, right? You know, we, we, we've, we've, this is sustaining all through this sanctification period. Guess what? We're going to need this full armor of God until either he calls us home or he comes back. This is something that we're never going to hang up. Even us older folks still have to have that armor of God on at all times. Um, so, you know, it allows us to keep going even when things look so bad and we doubt whether the Lord is really looking out for us. I mean, we've all been to, in, 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 that, in that position, right? Uh, we, and, and sometimes battle does get bad. It gets pretty bloody. And you're feeling pretty bludgeoned. Um, we can easily get discouraged in our own spiritual growth but the truth, what God has done in Christ readies us when we repent and, and, and when we repent of our sins and we come to him, we have this new vigor or, or excitement to come back into the battle. You know, every warrior, you know, is ready for that battle. That's what we train for. And that's what we train for as Christians through our reading, our praying, our encouragement to one another, right? Um, you know, even the song come to mind, Onward Christian Soldiers, right? Marching us to war. Um, I also remember, I forget who, who wrote it, but the opposite of that, uh, where people just kind of give it up. I'm walking into the enemy's camp laying my weapons down. You know, I, I, I remember that song. It's an old, old song, but it's basically a song of like, you know, people that are just giving up. On, on, on life, right? And, and, and falling to the enemy. Uh, the, uh, Matthew Henry said, I, I found this uh, comment, the gospel gives us a resolved frame of heart which will enable us to walk with a steady pace in the way of religion. And this is what we got to do. We got to walk steady. So the shoes prepared for the gospel it's got to be a steady and consistent thing, right? Um, you know, I heard uh, the, the day that we, we were out at the fair, you know, pastor, uh, you know, w- was sharing with people, and he was consistent in his message, right? It didn't waver. It wasn't something that he was just picking out of the air. It was thought through. It was, you know, so it, it, was, it needs to be something that we are ready for, at all times, and that it's consistent, right? It's consistent. How do we, I, I was just sharing with some, you know, I went shooting uh, yesterday, kind of lost the hearing in this year, but it's the same way with that, any type of sport, anything that you do, if you don't practice enough, you're going to get sloppy, right? And you're going to become ineffective. So we as Christians need to be, always on our guard and always ready to share the gospel. You know, so nothing gives us a sure, a more sure footing than the gospel. Um, 
And, and the good news that our sovereign and holy God has intervened in history. That's, that's powerful right there. Just thinking about that. Our, power, our God has intervened in history to reconcile his people to himself. We were bought with a great price. And that we can stand here today, you know, I just like, why me? Why me? But he did. He did. He intervened and he saved me. And for that, I am most grateful. Understanding that we are reconciled to him through no effort on our own part reminds us to stand firm only in him. And can, we can never lose our permanent we can never lose our footing permanently when we rely on Jesus. That's what keeps our ready to get in that stance, get ready to push back. Um, so with the shoes and, 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 and standing, are you relying on the shoes of the gospel to keep you standing against the wiles of the devil? You got to think through that. It is, we can't, um, you know, I, I, I love how it, it gives us that whole readiness is that we've got to be ready, right, against these powers that come against us, that we stand fast and that we are alert. It says keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So not only are we alert for ourselves, we're looking out for each other's back too, Right. That's important. Um, sometimes we're weak. And sometimes people prey on that. Even, I've even seen Christians kind of use that. It's, it's, it's wrong, but we got to look out for each other. And, and when one of our brothers or sisters are falling in a battle, we need to help pick them up and remind them of why we're here and what we're doing. So now let's look at the shield of faith says in verse 16, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with you that can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. That's not messing around, isn't it? Is it? You know, that's just not just arrows coming at you. It's flaming arrows coming against you. One of the things I read was kind of interesting with the Romans is they would, uh, if they knew they were coming up against uh, an enemy that would use that type of tactic, that would use flaming arrows, they would dampen their shields to help, uh, you know, possibly extinguish the darts. Um, scripture often refers to our almighty God as a shield. Genesis 15.1 says, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abra Abram in a vision. He says, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. Is that incredible, thinking of God as our shield, standing between us and the evil one? Psalm 512, for you bless the righteous. O Lord, you cover them in, with favor as with a shield. And then Proverbs 30, uh, verse 5, every word of the God, uh, God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Now, here's, here, here's the warning of this, is God is our shield. But you know what? 
How many of us step outside of that shield sometimes, willingly, in our own sin? We've got to remember the Lord is our shield as long as we're, He's in front of us. And He is always, you know, we're ever minded of Him and, and, and we're within Him. It's, it's when we step outside of that, we are very prone to attack. And, and you will be attacked, right? Um, when the biblical author, uh, authors wanted to convey a truth about God to his people, they, they had two choices to make. Uh, on one hand, you know, they could state very plainly, right? Uh, you know, that God's your protector, right? God, God, God will protect you. Um, but also, they could use um, metaphorical language like we're reading here, and it's a re- and it gives us that visual reality of God's character, right? That He's our shield. Not only is He your protector, He is our shield, and, and we we see that. And we we're I, I'm a visual person, right? I learn very well visually, and you know, if, if I can like think about things in my mind like that, yeah, God, you can hear God is your protector. God is your protector. But man, if you think God is your shield, there's that visual thought of him being in front of you. You know, uh, both options have their advantage, but metaphors uniquely convey the fullness of God's character and what he has done for us. There's a difference, for instance, between saying that the creator is our protector, like I just said, and I kind of jumped ahead of myself in my mind, and asserting that he is our shield. Both statements indicate that God is our defender, but to call him our shield really gives that vivid vision right inside your head that he stands between us and our enemies to absorb those fiery darts uh, and the worst blows that we could think of. Um, trust me, I'm sure there's a lot of blows that God has taken on our account that if we would have not had him as our protector, we would have been set back. We would have been beat up and bloodied. Um, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, right? Powers and principalities of the air, right? We don't, that's one thing we can't see with our human eyes is this whole spiritual warfare that's going on. Um, but it's real. It's, it, this, is, this is nothing mystic or fake. It is a real spiritual warfare. And God many times has stood for you in front of you and protected you. Um, he does this for all his people in an ultimate sense, guarding us that we might preserve our faith, that our faith will be strong. Um, but the Lord also shields us from temptation. So think about this. Not only does he shield us from the evil one, but he will also shield us from temptation as we look for him daily to walk in holiness, right? He is, he was, he's there. So, so that, you know, we all have temptation. We're, again, we talked about the sanctification period, old man, new man. There's that battle that's going on. He will be there. You know, he's, think about that. He's that door that, that when it says that, you know, if, if, if you're tempted, there's a door to escape. That door is to stand behind God, Right? And he, he will guard us against those temptations. Um, when we remember to turn to him in our hour of need, he will direct us faithfully on the right path. 
And that will help us make decisions that honor him, right? Um, the shield that Paul's metaphor would have brought to mind for a first century audience is, is not that, you know, I, I, it's funny. I, I was thinking about this. When you think of uh, back in the day, uh, the regular shield, you know, you, you think of the kind of like the Captain America, but it's the wooden disc, right? The small wooden disc. This isn't what Paul's talking about. He is literally talking about, we're going to go back to the Romans. So the Romans had a full shield, right, that, that covered the whole body. There was even, if you go into this and you read it, it's kind of fascinating because I looked up Roman warfare, um, is that they would get together if they were going towards an enemy. and Maybe they had, you know, they were shooting uh, arrows or whatever. They could take these full shields. They could crouch down behind them, line up around each other, and almost become like an armadillo. And, and the other ones would like, the ones in the middle will lift it on top, and then they would coordinate their steps as they move forward in the battle. So, you know, that's a good visual of, of you know, that protection that, that's offered there. Um, our faith serves a similar purpose uh, to our conflict uh, with Satan. Not because faith in itself is a substance that has a magical sheltering, and that, that's, that's one thing that, that you, you will get from people. We were watching a Chopped episode where this lady cooked in a church, so she thought she was safe from everything. I, kind of, I think we both said, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not this magical faith, right? But it is a true faith, um, because, you know, it's by the way we lay hold of God and his promises, the real true faith, right? Um, and if you ever want a reminder of people that went through trials and, and, and uh, issues in their lives but came out faithful in the end, Hebrews chapter 11, the Hall of Faith chapter. That is, that is the, if you want some encouragement, that, that's kind of like the next encouragement from Romans chapter 8. Go, go, go to the Hall of Faith chapter. That, that, that's always a great one to see all of the people that followed us, the faith that they had. So to take up the shield of faith is to rest in Christ himself, who has absorbed all the blows of temptation and the demonic attack. And we will finally emerge victorious in this. You know, our end game is not to live a longer life on this earth. The end game is to be with our Lord in heaven, to worship him for eternity. This is, we are, this is but a whisper right here, right? Just, just, just a mist that we're in. We're sojourners here on this earth, right? We're living in tents. We're not permanently planted to this earth. We have a mission while on this earth. And, you know, as, as the irony as it seems when I was giving this, and I talked about the fruit of the Spirit, you know, from, from my other CE lesson, and, and we're talking about the uh, full armor of God. These are times for sanctification. Can you imagine the day when we won't need that armor? Right? When we're in heaven... And we are worshiping our Father. 
So turning to him by faith daily is essential. And it's a daily, if not hourly, <laughs> if not by minute, right? Um, as evil forces are too powerful to resist on our own. Don't think you can fight this battle yourself. You can't. You have to rely on the Lord. Um, an essential part of turning to Christ in order to resist temptation and any other assaults successfully is understanding and appreciating who he is and what he has done for us. It's that heart of gratitude that will build that faith, that will strengthen us, that will make us stand. Uh, When we all have a true grasp of who he is and his greatness, we'll be more encouraged to look at him and against all these things, and it would also help us understand the ugliness of sin the more we look on Christ. It will make us look at sin, and hopefully you should be repulsed and repent. So take some time today. Meditate on the loveliness of Christ, his glory, his beauty, and what he's done for us. Let this, in turn, move you to rest on him in faith today. It makes it easier to put on that full armor of God when we rest on him. So share the gospel with, with, with the feet shed for the gospel and raise your shield of faith. Don't give in. Be ever vigilant. Um, don't give an angle for the evil one to sneak in. And also, with God in front of you, He's always there. Don't step out of that to follow other temptations. So next week, we're going to finish this series on uh, the helmet and the sword. Hi there, this is Austin Hetzler, the pastor of Christ the Rock Church of Elyria, Ohio. We at Christ the Rock are humbled and grateful to be a part of your sanctification today as you listen to this sermon. But at the same time, we want to encourage you to be a member of a good local church and not to allow online sermons to replace the local church and to benefit from the life of that church and to give your spiritual gifts back to that church. Having said that, our website is www.christrockchurch.com. If you go there, you can find sermons, blogs, and other resources as well as our location and service times. You can also listen to the sermons on Bible Thumping Wingnut, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. I, along with the membership of Christ the Rock Church, pray that this sermon will be a blessing to you.